Sleazy? Yo. I hear we just did 10 years. So what should we do after we do 10 years? Coke. Review a goddamn Survivor Series. Oh, that too, I guess. Or, or we do both. Ooh, spicy. Let's figure that out on the wrestling show. Welcome everyone, this is Sleazy. Oh, oh, oh this is the fat man. <laughs> Welcome everyone to another wonderful episode. Uh, today we're kind of kicking it old school. Chip will be on a little Maybe question mark? Um, the, the Canadian godfather uh, is also not going to be here for a while uh, for tonight. But what else is new? I mean, 10 years, we're still doing the same shit. Reviewing Survivor Series, doing mm-hmm. a bunch of garbage. Um, do we want to do news and rumors first to give? Jim yeah, a- let's do news and rumors first to give give the the the, the fucky facey tough time to get on. Um, Fat man's tired. I'm dude. I've been tired for months. <laughs> well, it's it's you know. What are you two days away from surgery? If you guys are listening on the the podcast feed, um, I will already had surgery. So make sure you give him some. Uh, and then happy. If you're watching live on Twitch, I am two days away from surgery. Either way, uh, give him a bunch of you know, doo butter. No, positive affirmation on your Facebook, on your Twitter, and whatnot. Yay! Seriously though, you know, it's a lot, but hopefully, it'll get some pain reduction for you. Um, so on this, on and that. then I still got this to get done. Yeah. Hey, you're actually starting to sound better, so I am. So that's good news. The next not feeling better, but I'm starting to sound better. Yeah, but because when I, I'm going, I got actually my next. I'm trying to prolong this, as you can tell. I have my next physical therapy point, my last one tomorrow. Um, and when they do the stim, mm-hmm. like my right side, I have like at a 10. My left side, I have like at a 15 because it's just so weak on this side. I, I, it's so numb mm-hmm. that I can barely feel the stim, which is essentially just like a electric massage. Right. And it's just, oh, it's not great. <laughs> so, yikes. So, yeah. So, I know that and my neck's been hurting a little bit more today than it has been in the last couple of days. So, we'll, we'll get to Okay. News and rumors. <laughs> so, the OC took to Instagram last Tuesday, of course, to announce that Carl Anderson will defend the Never Openly Championship. On Wednesday, December 14th at 
NJPW's World Tag League and Super Junior Tag League Finals event. Uh, the announcement followed the storyline which NCTW threatened to strip Anderson from the title and reports that he and Gallows may be working NJPW dates in the future, including Wrestle Kingdom 17. According to a new report from Fightful, Anderson will still work more NG. They literally just said that after his defense that December. Um, Anderson and Gallows were said to have been penciled in for Wrestle Kingdom and had plans to work the big event. Again, just said it. Don't even know why they got to keep repeating it. Uh, they agreed to those dates before leaving back in September. Although the situation with the Good Brothers was unusual, NGW and JPW officials were informed of Gallo Anderson's WWE return in August. A plan was devised to have Anderson work dates around his WWE schedule while also progressing the storylines. Anderson opponents for the next few for the next month has not been officially announced by NJPW, but Hickelale is expected to be the challenger. No shit. Right. Um, and that's essentially it. If you if you watch the actual video, I do follow Gallows Anderson and uh, Anderson's wife because, duh. Um, there was a implication, and I'm, and this is a very very big speculation that it wouldn't be just Gallows and Anderson going there for Russell Kingers. Styles, yeah. So, is that it's, actually in the cards? I don't know. I, I don't know. I wouldn't rule it out, though. I wouldn't either. Um, but I know the first WWE superstar to be going to Japan in the month of January. Nope. So, um, but I did notice that last weekend they had WrestleCade. Which um, Scarlett, Karrion Cross, and Johnny Gargano were supposed to be at, but WWE pulled them because apparently, quote, they needed them for Survivor Series, even though they never showed up. So um, they also had Chelsea Green was also pulled too. I didn't know that. Yeah, she was all she was supposed to be there and she wasn't there, but nobody seems to know why. What does that mean? No idea. Okay. The, re the reality is it's different when you're talking about a signing versus wrestling. One of the biggest companies in the world outside of WWE saying, yeah, you know, what are you yeah. guys going to do for us here? Um, so impact signed a deal with Dazen, D-A-Z-N. The zone. The zone for. Yeah. That's a, that's actually a pretty big deal. Uh, archives, live events, weeklies, so they can get distributed all over the world. So it's pretty um, it's a pretty big event. Do we do we have any idea of like the cost of that? I don't know what the cost is, but it's effective immediately. Wow. So I don't know what the cost is. Oh, you're gonna look it up, aren't you? Yeah, I gotta look it up now. Uh, because that that's that's new, complete news to me. Um, because that's that will be their one of their biggest, you know, I don't want to say forays, but definitely one of the biggest uh, 
pushes into a worldwide market. They needed that. Yes, they did. They so it's huge. That. It's huge. Essentially, their version of fight, like yeah. the UK's version of fight, is essentially what this this is. If if I read it correctly, um. So we'll see. I mean, but okay. So I don't have. Okay, so I don't really have much of anything on here because either I don't have rights or I'm not signed in or whatever. Or America. I, I don't see any, I, I don't see impact on there. Although I do see the story about them signing the deal. So obviously it's true. Or maybe it's not effective immediately. Maybe I thought it was effective immediately, but yeah, I, I, I don't know for sure, but Obviously, if it's true, then that's great for them. And mm-hmm. I'm happy for yeah. them. Okay. Uh, Randy Orton had back fusion surgery in October. Jesus. Um, but I guess his dad says today that he's healing well. And he expects Randy to be back in the ring. When there's been some speculation that this could end his career. Yeah. So. Um... I guess that's kind of why they're doing the whole Elias Riddle thing now. Um, but yeah, I'm not here, yeah. but it's, um, talk about a downgrade. I'm sorry. Sorry, Elias, but oh, you're a downgrade Elias from was, Randy Orton. Yeah. Uh, some more injury thing. Apparently, Latin Flair had surgery for on a torn pectoral muscle. The The Cody Rhodes special. I guess it's it's because his wife's flexible. I have no clue. There's got to be some joke in there somehow. And then Logan Paul, which we reported to have torn MCL, ACL, meniscus. Apparently, he just tore his MCL. It was a grade three tear, which means he won't need surgery. That's good. And. He should be healed in six to eight weeks, so he should be ready to go by Rumble. There's your surprise entry. Yep. Twenty-three. Um, Sasha. Mm. Apparently, this this is well. Stop calling her that. So this is why I think this this particular story is bullshit. Apparently, her WWE. Return is delayed due to money issues. And I put money issues in quotes. Yeah, okay. Because she's still in her contract. She breached her contract. She's not getting a new contract unless she negotiates for one. If that's what that is, that's fine. But I don't think they're going to negotiate with someone who walked out, be all like, this is your contract. When it's up, we can renegotiate. If it's not, you're working on what you're working. And I guarantee you, she's probably making extremely good money anyway. Mm-hmm. So I call bullshit because she's still in her contract. And I also call bullshit because she's probably making good money. And these reports of her returning are, aren't true. Do you follow her on Instagram? Follow her on Twitter. Okay. So I'm, I think I follow her on Instagram too. Um, 
on her Instagram. But I'm never, I'm not really on Instagram. Yeah. So. Well, I, I kind of forced to because of our social media stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, which by the way, my, my bot plan is almost complete. Uh, it, oh God. it's always fun to, to watch our Instagram because so there's, there's ways where you can purchase Instagram followers. Okay. I choose not to do that because I think it's a waste of money. Um, but there's a roundabout way of doing it without paying a cent. And that's to like chain bots together. And you follow one bot, the bot follows you back and they send you some garbage message usually. And then because you're part of that bot circle, all those bots eventually follow you. And that's how we've been kind of growing the channel, the Instagram channel, as well as getting actual people to, you know, follow us. And it's hilarious because half of our Instagram followers are a bunch of bikini models and shit because of, of it. And some of them are Asian because you're a Mark. Yes. And then you've got the rest, which are workers of WWE and high end, as well as indie guys and gals. And one of them is Sasha. And she posted on her Instagram that she'd been in Mexico for the last month training. Yeah, I knew that. Yep. So I wonder, let's say for the sake of argument. Now, I know you're a huge fan of Sasha Banks. Mercedes, mm-hmm. Vernado, or whatever she's going to go by after this. I don't think she's going back to WWE. I don't think so either. I, I really believe that they're trying to negotiate she's trying to negotiate a way out of the contract. I agree. Um, I don't think they're, she's negotiating a return. I agree. The question is, where does she go from here? Before Mexico, she was in Japan. Yeah. And she stated that she was going to go to Mexico Mm -hmm. because she wants to learn different styles. She wants to use the Goshi style and the Lucha style. To broaden her horizons in the ring, which I don't blame her. She has this time. Might as well do it. Right. It's a great way of doing it. Where does she fall, though? Me sighing should tell you where I think she's going. I don't think it's AEW, if that's what you think. That's what I'm thinking. I don't think so. You think it's going to be stardom? No. Well, yes and no. I think it's New Japan, yeah. I think that she's going to do a run in New Japan slash stardom to put over the IWGP Women's Championship. um, Her and Kyrie would make bank without question. Unattended. I mean, yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, what a fucking way to put a main event on for a new Japan show. That's a crossover with stardom. I agree. Then to put Kyrie versus fucking Sasha Banks. That still doesn't take the possibility off that she can go to AEW. It doesn't. Uh, Yeah. And at best, that's going to be a three month deal. That's not going to be a permanent thing. I would see her bouncing around for a while, but I don't. I think if she negotiates with AEW, Tony Khan, well, as much as I shit on his booking, 
because he doesn't know how to book wrestling and his roster's bloated, he's going to want her long-term. Yeah. He's not going to sign her for a one-off. No, she's not. she is a fixture of the roster. If she, So if three years minimum. Yeah. I don't know if she'll sign that. I don't think she would either. So and that's the and that's the biggest that's the number one reason why I don't think she's going to AEW. She's she's not that I just had this feeling in my gut. My gut is that she picks up impact dates. No. I I not as, as much time, as but well yeah, yeah, yeah cuz impact's more willing to do one-offs and so is AEW essentially but if it's Sasha Banks Tony's going to want her. Impact is more willing to, okay, let's have you do a TV program lead up to a big pay-per-view and you can go. Because Impact's willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Here's the so thing. I could see that. I just, for some reason, I'm just like, I don't see her going back to WWE. I can see her doing New Japan. I can see her doing a one-off. And I just see her in AEW, and then being pissed off because she's not getting used, and then she'll be the flavor be- of the month for two months. Cycle begins, you yeah. know, and that's why I'm kind of like, don't go to AEW, but that's where I see her going. I see her spending a year on the upper Indies slash Japan slash doing one-offs in AAA, doing um short runs in impact, maybe doing some other stuff in um, ICW or something in Britain. Um, I don't see her. I really don't see her going to AEW. I see her more likely to leave wrestling after she does the indie run entirely. Maybe. Or we're just being a bunch of marks and she returns as a surprise at the Royal Rumble. It's very possible. Yeah. Yeah. So, which I'll be fucking creaming myself over, and my TV will be just what be a covered. Goddamn but... towel down. Hashtag it down. can be down, but it won't, but it'll be all over my TV. No, so, yeah. uh... but one more piece. Let's move on. Um, WWE to hold a grand scale event in Hyderabad, Indian, Indi- India, Indian, my bad, India. Mm-hmm. On Wednesday, January 18th. I don't see it being a wrestling event because tickets will probably already be on sale. Um, I see it more of like a press conference announcing something because it doesn't say I don't think it's going to be a wrestling Wednesday. show on a Wednesday. I don't think it's going to be a wrestling show. What is it? Hydra? Where is the place is? Hyderabad, if I'm pronouncing it right, W Y D E R A B A D, India. So I'm just pronounce it America style. Hi, Hyderabad, India. Okay, so it's a big city. Jeez. So I'm assuming it's a press conference, probably announcing NXT India or something like that. Is what I would think it would be. I don't think it's going to be an actual wrestling event. So I'm trying. I'm trying to get an idea of. It's Southeast India. Um, 
it wouldn't be a surprise. Uh, where? That's so strange. Um, so I'm trying to get an idea of where this place is. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I, the thing is that it could be for a bunch of different reasons. I'm trying to see where Kali was from. Pujambi. Wasn't it Pujambi? He was billed from Punjabi, but he's not. He's from Canada. Well, he's from Dirayana, I think. Um, which is the most white way to say that. Sorry for our folks in India. Um, Listen, I like jalapeno flavored stuff. Okay. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think you might be onto something there. Uh, either that or they're announcing some major... I think they're announcing something. There's, I don't think, or a major. They're announcing a, a yeah, they're an announcing event there. Event. Yeah, like a crown jewel in. Yeah. See, I'm trying to think. Is, is there a, like a big arena there or something? Do you know offhand? No, I don't. I mean, Google will know. Google will know. Yeah. It might be a cricket arena because it's India. So I would, I would assume. So this is where we go Googling Arena. The Rajiv Gandhi International Cricket Stadium. So, and it is What's also the... known as the Hyderabad Cricket Stadium. It can capacity 55,000 people. That okay. sounds like a Saudi show, except in India. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be like a wrestling event, but yeah, I don't think there. I I I don't think it's going to be a wrestling event that we're doing. But you know, you, weirder things have happened. They've done press conferences with wrestling tacked onto it, like a couple of mini throwaway matches, and then they do the press conference. They've done that before, especially in a country like India, but. Paper toss. I love it. Um, let's uh kind of go to break. Um, I know it's kind of early, but we usually do this. Uh when we come back, uh, we'll talk about you know some random pay-per-view that no one really cared about, right? No. Nah. We'll be back after this. All right, folks, we're back. Uh, so we've got Survivor Series on tap. Um, Chip isn't with us yet. He might jump in while we're kind of doing this. So if we catch him, you'll probably hear why. Uh, so did you watch the pre-show? I did. There was no pre-show matches. Okay. Well, <laughs> thank God, because I didn't know. Do you notice that under Triple H, there really hasn't been pre-show matches? I don't think it makes sense to do them. I really don't. I don't either. 
Um, I get why it was kind of like a taste, but if you're putting it, you're okay. So this was something new. I didn't realize. And Fatman kind of uh, smartened me up to this. Apparently on the 499 plan of Peacock, you could still watch WWE content. I was not aware of that. I thought you had to buy the $10 a month plan. Well, so spoiler alert, Chip and I recorded a watch along <laughs> and spoiler alert. I have a, well, I got the nine ninety nine version. Chip has the four ninety nine version. This is what he said, because he was having commercials during our event that was 29 years old. And I didn't. And he said he had the four ninety nine version. I I did not know that that was even a thing. I really didn't. Because I know there is also a free version of Peacock. Yes. Where you can watch select stuff. So I would assume the four ninety nine version you could probably watch, maybe WWE Network with commercials. Me, and I don't know, and probably the live ones. Is what maybe I would assume. Not the live ones, maybe or maybe it's not. It but I, I didn't ask Chippy was watching those Survivor Series live or not. Maybe not. So, I'm not. I didn't ask. I didn't ask him if he was watching those live. But it's funny because I actually get the 4.99 version of Peacock for free because I'm an Xfinity customer, and Xfinity is owned by Comcast, which is what NBC is. Or that whole conglomerate yeah. thing. So mm-hmm. I I technically pay half price for Peacock Pro, Peacock Plus, whatever the fuck it is for the yeah. So I actually paid $4.99 for the $9.99 version. Right. But the point is that I could in theory get that first part free without any problems. You just get it with commercials. Right. Everything with commercials. Which I'm okay with, I guess, if I really didn't want to watch the commercials i there's other ways of getting it i'm just going to leave it there um but it it, that was just surprising to me so if you guys are xfinity customers and you want to watch these wwe shows apparently you can watch them for free so there you go okay so it happened saturday sorry used to Sundays, November 22nd, from the greatest city in the world, Boston, Massachusetts. I don't remember it being from New York. I didn't say worst city. I said best city. Uh, I didn't hear you say worst city because that would have been Atlantic City. Well, there's some Actually, asshole. Newark, that, New Jersey. <laughs> I say there's some asshole that moved closer to it because question mark. I love shit. Okay. You love shit. So Survivor Series opened with a women's war games match. Team Belair, which was Bianca Belair. Mm, Alexa. Mm. Some Asian, some other Asian, and Becky Lynch versus Team Bailey, which was Bailey, another Asian, Dakota Kai, Nikki Cross, and Rhea Ripley. Okay, who started the, the matches? For their Hold play? on, I'm getting there. 39 minutes or 40 seconds. Can't give this four stars. Um, Dakota Kai and Bianca Belair. Okay. So that means in the cages were Asuka, Alexa, Becky, and Mia. And then on the other side was Bailey, EO, uh, Cross, and Rhea. Mm-hmm. Did I get that right? Yes. 
which cage would you rather be locked in? Damn, there's too many Asians in one. There's only one Asian in the other. Come on, Alexa's in one. I had to go with the Alexa one. I guess we're both stuck in the same one. I had to. I had to do the Alexa one. I, I, I that to. was the only bit I had for this match because the match was fucking phenomenal. And I'm not saying that just as a women's wrestling mark. I'm not saying that just as a fucking Asian mark. Um, the only thing that um took away from it and this is shocking to me but Io Shirai was a mess literally apparently she collapsed after the match and she was walking around raw with a neck brace yeah so she legit got hurt in the match yeah and you could tell that everything she did after like the first minute or so was just off and i obviously i hope to to everyone that walks out of these types of matches you know if they get hurt that to get better as soon as possible but holy shit god damn pal there was one spot she tried to do um like some sort of handstand in the corner and she fucked it up three times in a row, one of which where she fell between the ropes in the cage. And she was just all fucked up. But otherwise, the match was just fucking great. Um, I gave it four and a quarter stars. Um, I, ca- I can't think of anything that would have made this better. But just EO's performance, unfortunately, brought it down a little bit. Overeating piece of shit. Of course. Uh, started really sloppy because it was sloppy. It was boring. It was slow, but that's war games. Uh, it did pick up, uh, but then it was still sloppy in some parts, like the EO spots. Can't blame her. The handcuff spot was fucking stupid because of several reasons. One, they were way too big for them. <laughs> Literally, Alexa had yeah. her hand out twice. Yeah, Nikki Cross had to fold them up to like wrap it around the chain around her wrist just to make sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't accomplish anything. It did not accomplish them handcuffing each other. Didn't end with a spot or nothing. It just was there. I think they gave up on it. And- because I, I, you might be right because I think they're like these are way too big. We just yeah, we but- can't do. But the thing is to to take that and realize that it's not going to be a spot worth doing kind of gives it credence to the fact that they're actually, you know, thinking about the match and not just doing it by rote, which with a lot of women's matches, they would have gone through the spot, whether or not it would work. And And I will counter argue you with saying they knew the handcuff spot was going to be there. They knew they were using those handcuffs. They knew it was going to work. Why even try it in the match? That's honestly, I'm not sure that's a good assumption to make because they could have said, yeah, we can do the handcuff spot here and there and everything, but not actually test it. They're testing to to actually put it around their list because if they had, they would have known that they're testing it. I guarantee you they they didn't. Or they said we can make it work. uh, Not the way it looked. Right. 
But I just think they they with a spot like that, I think they tested it to make sure. I think one of the agents suggested it, thought it was a good idea when they went to actually execute it, realized it wasn't a good idea and scrapped it. I gave it three and three quarters. It was so good. Oh, it was so, so great. We're a half a fucking. Don't matter. Spot. You're so overrated. You're so overrated. Piece of shit. Fuck you. That that spot Fuck was dumb. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to end the feud, but then on Raw it didn't. So it was just like, oh. It didn't, but <laughs> it just added different people. So I I made reference to this in our uh, in the article I did to cover for. Uh, fat man is that it's already starting out now that it's Bianca's becoming a third wheel in their own fucking feud. So Becky's been back two days. So regular WWE booking for the women's champion. Yeah. So she's not even the most important member of the feud. It's like, oh, here we go again. Whatever. AJ Styles versus Finn Balor, 18 minutes, 25 seconds. Kent gave this three and three quarters. I agree. I thought it was really good. I liked Styles. Or I feel like if Styles was going to win and he did so much work on the leg, you should have had Balor tap instead of extending the match for another two or three minutes and then winning with the phenomenal forearm. I feel like all the work you did in the match was building up to him tapping, and then you kind of just went ah for the finish. So, That's but, nice. but again, it it built well. It was a clean win, and I I enjoyed it. Classic sleazy. I hated it four stars. <laughs> no, it, it it goes back to one of my favorite things I like to say. I was disappointed in how so here's the thing it wasn't. Here's the thing. My expectations going in were low because I knew that okay, this is Styles Balor. How are they gonna fuck it up? <laughs> like so <I> didn't. <laughs> because they've been doing it for with Styles for years. Yeah. So I was his feud with Nakamura, his feud with Owens, like I just had a feeling that how are they going to fuck this up? So my expectations were low and they kind of did fuck it up with, with the non-submission finish, the work they built up to it. Yeah. But that's my only gripe. I mean, it, I, I liked it. So. I don't think it was bad. I, like I said, it's a four star match, but also I. You're respecting a balls to, to the wall. Yeah. Five star. I didn't think. Well, strong here's... style. Dave Meltzer piece of shit match. That's okay. what you were expecting. Now you're going you fucking too far. A, now you you're fucking going Asian too mark. fucking far, man. You Asian mark. There's no Asians in this match. I said you Japan, Japan, but... If Chip was here, I would use this argument, but he's not, so I'm using it against you. Oh, well, fine. Fuck you then. No, here, here's the thing. I thought this was going to be their only singles match together, which is why I thought they were going to go balls to the wall. Obviously, they didn't. Obviously, they weren't going to. Obviously, they're doing something different. And obviously, they're prolonging nothing feud, as noted on Raw. But I think that uh, 
obviously they could have done more. I, I like the fact it was at least a clean win. Um, but yeah, yeah, I thought it was still great. That's for shit. Four stars. Oh, I really like really? the match. I do. Two, I, two stars. I just, I was okay. Just, so speaking of shit matches. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my S- fucking God. SmackDown Women's Championship. Ronda Rousey defends against your daughter. Seven minutes and 15 seconds. Canton is an overrating piece of shit at two and a quarter. One star. And I think I'm being generous. And I'm going to say this with all due respect to Shotzi. Love her like a daughter. As she is my daughter. Your real life fake daughter. This was not her fault. Not at all. She could have put a match together with somebody who's competent in the ring. Ronda Rousey does not give a shit. And Which I've been saying since January. Yeah. And this is just another example of it. You could tell that she didn't give one fucking bit to Shotzi. The entire point of the match was to make Shotzi look like she had a chance of winning, which obviously she didn't, but Rhonda didn't even bother to make her look like a a credible challenger. And what is the biggest thing that I always talk about when it comes to, you know, promos and stuff like that? is as a heel, you need to build up your challenger because if your challenger ain't shit and you beat them, you beat nobody. But if you get beaten by the nobody, you're even worse off. So one of the last SmackDown articles I said was after Shauncee won the, the number one contendership match, she immediately gets the fuck beat out of her by fucking Shayna Baszler. So I'm like, you just lost all credibility there because... She's getting beaten up by Ronda's lackey. Right. So you're not even building Shotzi upright. Yeah. So you, so you built her up to not having a chance. And then Ronda didn't give a shit about her having a chance. So. And then had that dangerous fucking match. Yes. Multiple spots in that point where Ronda did not protect Shotzi. Would you looking back on it? She hurt Alexa twice. Yeah. Dude, literally. So literally I said one star and I think I'm being generous in my notes. (laughs) Really? I said fucking awful. There was we want Sasha chance, which I adored. Of course. But I it, it was terrible. And you're right. Like the whole match was to built for Shotzi to look like she was gonna win, which nobody bought. The crowd was dead. And this was, quite frankly, the lowest, obviously the lowest point of a, on the card of a spoiler. Really great fucking show. Yeah. So, Rhonda has regressed in the ring. She was actually getting really good. Then she left, and now she's just not caring. Mm-hmm. And anybody, for some reason... 
even if she's at ringside, anybody who's around Ronda Rousey in a wrestling ring loses 100% ability to know how to fucking work. It's insane. It's it, insane. I, I don't... Well, The, okay. the Baszler-Shotzi match was terrible. Yeah. And... It was none, and to be honest, it really was none of their faults. But Ronda was there. Yeah, it was so weird. Every like every time Ronda Rousey's at ringside doing commentary against two people who are capable of a match, the match is garbage. It's like you lose all. Like they just forget how to work. Yeah. Well, I don't understand it. I can tell you one thing is that Ronda. You can tell that Ronda's thinks that she's got this down now. And it kind of reminds me of you're, you're in the locker room and this kid greener than shit. He's starting his third year. He's trying to figure out, you know, he's got a couple moves in the back, you know, in terms of, you know, everyone wants to come and see me do this move and stuff like that. Or everyone wants to come and see me here now. He sold two tickets because his mom and his sister came, you know, but. Oh, it's you. Kind of. Yeah. Except (laughs) kind of working, actually working the match, but having an ego about it. So me plus Leo Rush, I guess. Okay. Uh, But, but you have that, that, that point where that motherfucker is going to, you just eat it. The problem is. Rhonda's never had that. And she's having that attitude in a WWE locker room, in a WWE ring. And the problem with doing this kind of stuff, having that type of attitude, is you're going to seriously hurt somebody. Because you're going to overstate your own abilities and shit like what what happened with Shotzi is going to become more common. So I'm going to... Okay, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Go ahead. Good. Well, I was gonna say I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a counter offer. In her first run, she was facing now nine jacks doesn't count, but Alexa, <laughs> Rebella, Becky Lynch, you know, Charlotte. When she came back, she you know, she faced Charlotte, but then she's faced Liv Morgan and Shotzi. Is the quality of opponent just down where they're they're not carrying her? Yes. To the level. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the thing is that the difference in quality of opponent because her matches with Charlotte, while were good, weren't like mind blowing, but they were they were good. These matches have been bad. She's in the ring with a fucking flare. What did you expect? I know, but I'm just saying, like the quality of opponent, like is just it's down, but at the same time. Shotzi in her own rights, a very good professional. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but the but But is the care? Yes, her quality of opponent is down. We we can agree to that. But at the same time, Ronda's attitude just isn't doesn't give a fuck. So the matches are going to be worse off because Charlotte will care if the match is bad. I'm not saying that Shotzi or Liv Morgan won't, but I think they're not. They're not in the political position to say something about it while yeah. everyone else is. So at the end of the day, Shotzi makes 
80 grand, 90 grand a year. And Rhonda's renewed for what? 3 million. I don't know what her thing is, but something something around. Yeah. She's making more than any other woman on the roster period. I I can make that pretty. If someone else is making more Charlotte, but other than that. Yeah. yeah. So, so to, to complain about Rhonda Rousey is career suicide. Your job is to go out there and make her the best she can be because she's the champion. Yeah. And honestly, she's not that good. She's in, she's, the not. Ring. she's in the ring with elite people. You can get a decent match out of her because not of her abilities, but because Charlotte. Can else. Yeah. yeah. And t- to be fair, and, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to say this and it's not a slight to Shotzi. It's not a slight to live but it's a reality is that sometimes it takes a certain type of wrestler to be able to carry somebody through a match like that. And Liv has been a baby face for the vast majority of her career. Same with Shotzi. So when you're a heel, you tend to have to carry the baby face move. Yeah. You're the one calling the matches. You're the yep. one doing this. Mm-hmm. 100%. So, so to and Rhonda carry- doesn't have the ability to do that clearly. Right. So She's calling these garbage matches and it's just terrible. What she needs to stop fucking doing that pisses me off is when she's going for the arm bar points. Are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? No, you're not ready for it, but you're ready for Stop it. Just do the fucking move. Just do the fucking move. You're supposed to be a badass heel. No one cares. Right. It's not getting as a baby face. It was stupid. Yeah, as a babyface, it was even worse. But as a heel, I kind of this much see the psychology in it, where you're like, "Oh, you, she's, you guys are ready for her to." But at the same time, like you said, she's supposed to be a badass. Just do the fucking move. You don't need to pander to the crowd. Yeah, and that's I not your character. Part, honestly, that's part of the reason why they got Shayna on her. Because one of the best things Shayna does in the ring is show how tenacious she is. Mm-hmm. I will, without question, say that the best MMA for horsewoman is Shayna Baszler. When it as comes of right to, now, yes. As, a, as a, a professional wrestler, she is hands and shoulders above Ronda and anybody else who's ever touched it. Yep. So, and it's a fucking travesty that she's not in there in the conversations with some of the best uh, female wrestlers on the roster today. Okay. Yo dog, I heard you like triple threat matches. I do not. United States championship. Seth Rollins defends against Bobby Lashley and Austin theory, 14 minutes and 50 seconds. Canton gave this four stars. I agree with Canton. I really, really liked the match. I thought it was great. Um, I thought they built up, Gear falls well. Uh, I thought they did the one thing that WWE likes. They didn't do the one thing WWE likes to do was got outside the ring, two in the ring. They didn't really do that in this match. That's they did it. Huge complaint about most of them. Yeah, yeah. They did it a little bit, but they didn't do it as much as they used to. Um, I'm indifferent about the booking because if this was the plan all along for Austin Theory to win the U.S. title, it's absolutely idiotic but if they did this because of fan backlash of him losing money in the bank 
then I'm kind of camp. <laughs> well, to win it, just to be like, okay, we're pushing him still, then I kind of understand it. So I'm not sure what the truth is there. I don't think I ever will be sure. But, <clears throat> excuse me, but I'm actually for Austin Theory winning. It was a shock. It made sense. This reeks of Bruce Pritchard being no one's expecting it, so let's do it. Oh, I want to go back to the women's title match. By the way, do you know who the producers were in that match? No. Jason Jordan and Brian Kendrick. Really? It was a, quote, tryout for Brian Kendrick, but not really. Ronda Rousey trained with him. Yeah. So she wanted him to be the producer of the match. And look how well that fucking turned out. Yeah. Anyway, back to the triple threat match. Um, like Again, it reeks of Bruce Pritchard producing, being no one expecting it. Let's do it. But it also makes sense with his new persona of being aggressive and stuff like that. So I'm for it. I really liked it. Four stars. I For a triple threat match, <laughs> I liked it a lot too. I gave it three and a half stars. Um, I think that the finish, the actual finish was really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, to get here, I like how they did it. Okay. I'll, I'll say that because I think you needed to change theory a bit to get him away from the fresh face. Well, you could have still done that without him losing money in the bank. I don't think, see, the problem is he won the money in the bank under one regime. And now he's being booked under a new regime. How do you how do you deal with that? I, I, how Which, how was this going to end originally? Right. <laughs> I was. I don't mind him losing money in the bank. I mind how he lost money in the bank. I mind that, that he didn't cash in on fucking. Rome. That's that's that was my thing. Yeah. Like it's idiotic for him not to do that. Like the way he lost the money in the banks before was. Who was it? Lesnar or the Usos or whatever interfering and then Tyson Fury doing it. I would have tried him to try to do it after war games. Like everyone's down and then him doing it, but but then getting attacked by like bloodline. And then that's where you switch him, being this aggressive person, because it would make sense being more aggressive. Like I lost everything to this. I tried yeah. so hard to to make this work and I still couldn't get it done. And I, it's because I fucked up. Yeah. I I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, or he doesn't, he's not able to cash in for a third time, but still keeps money in the bank and still keeps the more aggressive persona because that was still also fit. He has to be more aggressive in trying to cash in money in the bank. Yeah. But the problem is that him losing it would make sense for the new persona, but you could still make it work either way. I, I think I'm you just have, saying yeah. cashing in was dumb. The way he did it was just idiotic. That was my, that was the only thing I, I had. They but tried to it, rationalize it, but yeah, you're right. It made no sense. Here's, it still here's, made no sense. Here's the thing. You, he would have been better off losing 
Oh God, I can't say that. I can't believe I'm saying this. We'd be better off losing to Braun Strowman or Braun uh, Breaker. Braun Strowman. Wow. Uh, Braun Breaker, because yeah. at least it would have been. Yeah. A world title, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's be honest here. The United States Championship, as much as you know, Seth Rollins and and Lashley are doing great job of elevating the title for Raw. It's still tertiary title it's considered a tertiary title not even a secondary title right so uh, it doesn't he has to lose it i think to get that new persona okay but there's million different ways he could have done it and make it look a lot better than what the way they did it but once again you, you got chicken shit you gotta make chicken salad out of it to borrow another Bruce Pritchard phrase, because I think this reeks of Bruce Pritchard. Um, but yeah, I like Austin's on there. I, you know what the biggest problem I have with the entire match was? Hmm. Fuck your entrance. We're going to play a fucking ad over it instead. Uh, I, I have notes on that for the end. Um, okay, then I'll, I'll leave it from that. Okay. Main event, men's war games, the bloodline, which is we know's Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, Solo Sokoa, no, 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 no. Sammy Uso. Thank you. Um uh Mark, are you all done? On the main event now. Hurry up. <laughs> Christ. You know what? We'll take a quick break. We'll be back after this. Okay. Oh, you're just waiting for Chip to come back. Yeah, we'll 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 wait for okay. the chipper here. If he decides um, to, but that's okay. We'll 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 come back. What a mark. What a goddamn mark. This is live, folks. Fuck it. We'll bye, do bye. it live. Of course, we always do it live. Right. I am kicking him from the group if he asks. What? What's what the uh, Lincoln's? You already know what's going to happen. Just send it. Like I said, I spoiled them when I was when spoiled you were. Them. Oh, there he is. Spoiled them like Fox. There he is. Goddamn, Mark is here. He's connected to audio. Connect to your goddamn audio. He and he muted himself. And what the fuck? And ah, I see a forehead. I didn't mute myself. It, it mutes you as you walk in, I think. Yeah. Can you, can you hear me? Yes. yes. Okay. No, us? no. we had a problem last night on the pop-up show to where my audio would not yeah, come through. Yeah. At the end, his audio was all like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said I just said this and I slammed my computer down. I was so pissed off. <laughs> All right. Quickly, women's war game match. Hang on, hang on. Let, let me draw him back in. Okay. And we're back, folks. Uh we have oh, uh the resident Mark Chip Willits back with us. We're gonna do a quick uh quick, quick shot. Ready? Go. Women's war game match. 
Um, thought it was really good. Started out slow, ended up very well. Love the storytelling. Uh, three and a half stars. Styles Balor. I wanted more out of that. Um, I think the match on Raw with the club versus Judgment Day was way better than their match from the view, but Styles did break his uh, pay-per-view streak, finally. Uh, I can't believe he won a phenomenal forearm. It had chances of it – ha- it had good spots and parts in it. It could have been a lot better, so I'll go three. Smack that woman's title. <laughs> Not even – maybe half a star. I have nothing else to say about that. <laughs> it was bad. Okay. Uh, triple threat match, U.S. title. That was really good. Um, I'd say four and a quarter. Uh, the right guy definitely won, and the way he won, I love it. I, I, I just, I'm really liking this new Austin theory, liking it a lot. It reminds me of early Seth Rollins meets Ruthless Aggression, John Cena, and I've been saying that for a while. Okay, we're all caught up. Goes on, cool. on quite a few of them, actually. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Cool. Men's war game match, the bloodline. Roman Reigns versus Sammy Uso versus Solo Sokoa versus the Usos versus the Brawling Brutes, Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens. 38 minutes, 30 seconds. Canton gave us four and a quarter. Sleazy. It was a masterclass in storytelling. Um, So many stories going on at the same time. It was, it was absolutely beautiful. Um, I give it four and a half stars um, to, to already say, what was it missing from Ryan? Cause he's not here. I have to say it to myself. Um, I oh, think time out, time out. what was it missing? A thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, I think the one key element that was missing was the fact that the, the finish while it needed to be done the way it was done, kind of took away from the other people in the match. Um, it, it felt like that they were, they're kind of like, okay, ignore everybody else. We're going to focus on this. only. Um, that would be the, my only complaint. And it's not that much of one, but otherwise the, the pacing was great. The, 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 the big spots were great. Um, the, uh, how they dealt with Owens and Sammy throughout the, the the time uh was great uh the fact that under normal circumstances and fat man will tell you the heels always win the flip well they didn't in this kind kind of uh in, in this particular match yet they did it in such a way that it didn't feel like that the heels were the underdogs throughout the entire match which is very hard to do so, uh, once again, absolutely masterclass in storytelling. Really great, well done match. Um, I will always complain about the fact that it should have been the club versus the OC, but in this particular circumstance, I don't think they would have gotten a better match than this would have been. Okay, you're wrong. Um, about the club and OC. Just, <laughs> yeah, I was just, say, like, what the fuck? You're just wrong. Also, I think the faces having the advantage hurt the match. But you're also right. We're saying it didn't seem like it because the bloodline has been a unit. And the reason why I said it's also, yes, Sammy and Jay pushing each other mid-match and it's just like, 
So, yeah. So I guess it didn't matter. But I'm in this. I think they should have switched the war games to where the faces got and the women got the advantage and the heels got it here. But in the end, it doesn't really matter. Four, I agree with John Kent. Four and a quarter was great as expected. Storytelling was great. Um, made sense. Roman's facials throughout the whole thing. Even after everything, if you noticed, when they were all holding hands at the end, Roman was still side-eyeing Sammy. Hmm? So, just little subtle, little subtleties that makes this great. So love how Roman was sitting in a chair the entire time. <laughs> don't, don't make that comment. He's like, is he fucking sitting in a chair? How's he in a chair? No one else does. I the fuck does not. He, He's the tribal just, chief. Just gonna say he's a tribal chief. Duh. <laughs> um, but yeah. Four and a quarter. Match of the night. Chip. I gave it a four and a half. Match of the night by far. Uh a lot of the same reasons you all did great storytelling. You had the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn story going on. You had the Jimmy Uso or Jay Uso, Sami Zayn thing going on. You had um, possible Kevin Owens, possible Drew McIntyre, possible Sheamus against Roman going on that storyline. You had three different storylines going on at once. They told all three stories very well. Um, I like how after all, and Kevin even address this on uh, Raw. He said how look, Sammy, I would have done the same thing. I've done it to you in the past numerous times. I've screwed you over. I've turned my back on you. And you, I, I he said I would have done the same exact thing, but now I'm done. I'm done with you. I'm done with our friendship. I'm done with everything. I'm just done. And then Jay pokes his head in and he's oh, I'm not done with you. <laughs> I can see him going through every member of this of the bloodline and then getting Roman Reigns again. So I may be wrong about this. I don't remember. Owens and Sammy never inter like they interacted, but they never laid hands on each other. Except for the low blow that Sammy's it's, yes, except yeah. for the low blow. So it, it, that was another little subtlety there where mm-hmm. they like they protected that. Yes. Very well. And I loved mm-hmm. it. I loved it. They were they were eyeing each other like the time when he took uh, Jay away from getting hit and then Kevin just stared at him and he stared back and it and it just carried on to one of the best hours in Raw I've seen in forever. That first hour of Raw was killer in every sense of the way. And it started with the leading of the bloodline coming out and then readdressing the whole Sammy Jay thing. So, but uh, definitely four and a half stars. Uh, great storytelling all around. I couldn't ask. I mean, yeah, I don't know if I could even ask for a better War Games match. It was just really good. It was a War Games match, but it had a great wrestling match involved. And it wasn't all about the hardcore like the women's was. It was all, it, this is more like Triple H said. Wow. Triple H said when. It came time to announce War Games is coming out. It was going to be storyline driven. And goddamn, was it not storyline driven? You had three different storylines going at the same damn time. And they told each one so well. And there's going to be so much to come. And there's different ways they can go from all of these just by putting these three stories into 
situation because now you had the brawling brutes that can sit there and go harder at the Usos for the tag team titles. I mean, there's just so many different storylines you can derive from this one match. Yeah, but nobody's talking about the most important storyline out of the entire show, which oh is Io Shirai and her love of getting herself into trash cans. Oh my God. I, I, we were watching it, me and Delvin, and we said, I said, is she going to go into a trash can again? Oh. And I'll be like, God damn it, there she goes. And then oh. again, the moonsault spot off the off the top of the cage, like she did in NXT. Um, this time, and then yesterday she was nursing the next, so she sold that very well. That was not a uh, uh, nurse, work. nurse. Oh, really? Not yeah. work. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so final notes. Um, overall, I really enjoyed the show. The obviously, the only down part was um, the women's, the women's match, match. match, but I also got to mention. And Sleazy's mentioned this before, but it's way more obvious this time. So much fucking filler on this show. You don't need, I kind of sort of understand a commercial between matches, but you don't need five to seven minutes of a wrestler profile who's not on the show. You do not need it. I can understand doing that on a Raw for filler. You do not need it on a pay-per-view or a premium live event or whatever this fucking thing is. Get it off them. I'm sitting here being like, this show is three and a half hours long, and it could easily have been a tight two and a half hours because of the fucking stupid filler they had in between it. Just knock that shit off. It was two and a half hours for me. I have a fast forward button because I didn't watch it live. Yes, but I'm just saying like. I've I've gotten so sick of it that unless I have people over or unless there's it's such a big show that I don't want to miss or fuck up finding out about it after the fact I'll wait till the next day to watch it. Cause I can't stand it. I absolutely can't stand how much garbage is it in between the matches. I'm there to watch the show. I'm not there to watch um, fucking and with all due respect to Kofi Kingston or somebody like that, who's not even on the show, but getting a, a promo about how he's, he, he's made it from Jamaica and slash Ghana back to here. And now he's going to be a big deal, but he's not. It's ridiculous. I hate it. I don't need to see a promo about Charlotte Flair. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah, that one threw me all big time. Like we need again on raw or SmackDown. I kind of understand that. Cause you need it, but on a premium and I kind of understand it because they're going to get more views on the premium line event. Are they no, not? they're not. They're not. No, they're not. So, <clears throat> so I don't understand it. I under I kind of get a commercial or two if you have a sponsor, that makes sense. Or someone's, you know, this match brought you by Beyblades and they fuck up Austin Theory's entrance. But okay, that it's must a have un- been a big fucking deal because it, it's it a unique. It's unique, and Theory probably agreed to it. So well, they got some money out of it. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's unique to do it that way, but instead of a traditional commercial. So I understand it. You need to make money. I I get it. But you had them, and then a wrestler profile, and then another commercial. Mm-hmm. Why? It was just like, oh my god. And then probably fuck up a wrestler's entrance over it. 
the Beyblade, Beyblade must have spent a lot of money with that ad spend because it wasn't just them that got that. Because guess who did an entire hour-long episode featuring Beyblades? Up, up, down, down. Up, up, down, down. Um, Xavier Woods did a whole thing, included Braun Strowman, of all people, as part of it. Because he, he needed the money, apparently. Can we also talk about how uh, they took so much camera time away from the Finn board? You probably already addressed this. The Finn Balor-AJ Styles match to show the club getting into it. With the no, day. we didn't. We didn't we even didn't, talk I, about that. I didn't notice it. I, I noticed oh, I it. Did. I did. It was only like 30 seconds. I didn't think it was that Ooh, bad. It was longer than that because they kept going back to it after they were flashing into the ring. They keep going back to Carl Anderson beating up Dominic or Gallows in Prius going at it. I think it was just, it, I, it distracted me. It took away from the match. I think me. part of the reason why they did that was the crowd was still popping for it. And in that case, I get it. Um, But Especially if AJ and Finn know that it's happening, they're just going to work rest holds around it. So yeah, which is what they did. It, it, yeah, exactly. So so I'm not. It doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really notice it that much. But that's it. I mean, that's it. Yeah, so, because we did uh, news and rumors. We, there was only like six things in news and rumors. Trip, you didn't miss much. It was really hey, nothing, anything good. Anything good? Not really. No. <laughs> nice. Uh, Chip, put yourself over. Uh, sorry, I was so quick. Uh, I will get to that later. Um, yeah, nice. Ah. The best star in sports show period two every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. We are live on Twitch and Facebook Live. You can find me on Twitter at TWS underscore Mark with four A's as you see it right now on the screen. Awesome. Well, for our listener... Oh, our multitude of fan. All right. Uh, Fuck Ryan because he's not here, Uh, but he's uh, Ryan Buckgotch on TikTok. And uh, he usually puts over the wrestling show on Reddit at r slash the wrestling show. I'm at TW Sleazy. He's the yes, fat man. We are at Sleazy Fat Man on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Please go over there, like, give us a like. Give us a subscribe. You know that how that goes. Videos you can find on twitch.tv slash Sleezing Fat Man for our live stuff. Um, YouTube.com slash Sleezing Fat Man for our podcasts in audio form-ish. And obviously these uh, live Twitch shows. And then premium videos are on OnlyFans.com slash Wrestling Show. As well as, hopefully, one day, Patreon. You can find all sorts of content. Patron! Yes, of course, right? Uh, you can find all sorts of content on the wrestling show.com, including articles. Uh, Fat man's kind of laid up, but you're going to listen to my garbage. Talk about Monday night raw and Asians and you're gonna listen to it while reading it. Yeah. If you have like one of those screen readers, <laughs> I, Hey, some of our fans don't know how to read. Don't you steal my shit. Don't you already stole a gimmick from me. Don't oh, steal! A, don't steal on. my shit. I'm gonna steal every single lawyered, ever lawyered, <laughs> everything. He, next time he's gonna walk out with a cane and an arm brace in a sling. I already have that. I, I it, the gimmicks ready to go. He's gonna come out with a neck brace. 
already have one of those. And then he's going to come out with a big dick. I, <laughs> I know you don't got one of them. I'll, 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 I'll find a prosthesis. Um, <laughs> sure only, only, Onlyfans.com backslash the wrestling show. Exactly. Make sure you find up. Make sure you find a black one to be accurate. Jesus. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, articles, <clears throat> merch, bunch of cool shit on there. Go check it out, wrestlingshow.com. I was personally on a comedy podcast for a bit uh, called The Great Big Intergalactic. I'll put the liner notes uh, where you can find that episode and their show uh, in the, the description here. Uh, you can get this podcast every Saturday morning. 8 a.m. wherever you get your podcast, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. Don't hesitate to write us on your favorite platform. It really does help us out. So with thanks to Chip, and as always, for Sleazy. With a fat man. This is The Wrestling Show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace! Fuck Dave Meltzer, which I don't think we said on the show. Did not. Next week, I'll try to find his full gear star ratings, because... I want to see how much an overrated piece of shit he is. So fuck Dave Meltzer. I'm not going to say fuck Kenny Omega because I'm starting to he's starting to grow back on me again. So fuck Dave Meltzer. Fuck Tony Khan. A hot dog's on a sandwich. A sub is on a sandwich. And again, I'll be having surgery on my arm. I will be on the show next week. We got to figure out a topic. Um, but I will be in a sling and I still do more work than Sleazy will. Flipping your gun